Today's episode of the Finding Light podcast is sponsored by David Pollard at Raymond James Partners Financial Group, which specializes in helping families and businesses manage their investments so that they can spend their time where it matters most. And Tillman Eye Center, which serves Carrollton, Georgia, with a wide range of optometry services in a professional and comfortable environment with staff who care. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Finding Light podcast where we talk about finding light and happiness despite the dark circumstances we may be facing. I'm your host Sarah Claudia Tillman, speaker and writer, joined by my lovely co-host Erica Rivers. Hey hey! We're so excited that y'all are with us today Mm -hmm. and we always like to start out on a high note. So we're going to talk about the best thing that happened to us this week no matter how big or how small. And mine actually happened over the weekend, so I don't really know if it counts. It counts. Okay. That definitely counts. Cool. Well, I went on a little mountain getaway for the weekend, and it was great just to get out of the house, and I love going up to the mountains. There's just something about it. It's so serene and just a a different perspective, so Mm. it was nice and relaxing. That sounds nice. What mountains? Um, We went up to North Georgia, so like around the Blue Ridge Mountains. Fancy schmancy. Well, mine is for this upcoming weekend, so I mean, that technically doesn't count either. It's fine. (laughs) But this weekend, we're going on our first youth retreat with the church since like January, I think, before all the COVID stuff started happening. Exciting. What all are you going to do? So we're going swimming in my little one piece. I bought it just for this trip. (laughs) So I'm so excited and just a lot of, you know, outdoor hiking and just exploring i think it's, it's in alabama okay. i think it's called pisca if i'm saying that right <laughs> sorry all of you piscaians if i said that wrong <laughs> oh, anyway well that'll be fun get to minister to all the youth and kind of love on them that'll be good yes i'm super excited i'm also excited for our bible verse today it's actually from one of our guests it comes from 1 Peter 5, 7. It says, give all of your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. That's good. I love that verse because I am definitely a worrier. Mm-hmm, me too. And I will let it keep me up at night, toss and turn. <laughs> yes. I just tend to get a worry or something I'm thinking heavily about in my head and I don't let it go. Me too, So just thinking about casting it over to God really can give us that peace. Yes. I feel like with my worries, I always try to cast them on people around me and project that to everybody, including you. Yeah. But instead, I really need to start casting it onto God. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think we all struggle with that, but I think that verse is a great reminder. It's a really good memory verse. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's one of those when you are worrying about something, it can just pop in your head and automatically give you that peace. That's so good. Yeah. Well, I am super excited for today's episode. We are going to say goodbye to Erica (laughs) for a minute and we're going to hop on over to an interview with two really great guests and one little surprise guest. Mm -hmm. So let's hop on over and meet our guests. We are joined today by our two wonderful guests, Callie Steed and Chase Jones, who have been together for seven years. Is that right? Yep. Seven. And they are actually 
going to be getting married here in a few months, and I'm so excited to have them on the podcast. I've met them a couple of times, and just from being around them a few times, I can tell they're just a normal couple who love doing life together. But some people would say there are some aspects of their relationship that kind of set them apart. So we're excited to hear their story today. And I'm excited as well to have our surprise guest, who is Seth Kane, my boyfriend, who is usually behind the scenes on our podcast. He does the recording and the editing, but today he's going to be joining us and we're going to throw in a little tidbits about our relationship as Callie and Chase tell their story and tell about their relationship. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Callie and Chase and let y'all introduce yourselves. Thank you for having us, Sarah Claudia. Yeah. It's great to join you and Seth today, and we're excited to be here. Um, I guess just a little bit about myself and how, I guess I'll let Callie tell the story of how we really met, but um, I was living in Atlanta back in 2012 and uh, had suffered a spinal cord injury, which ultimately left me paralyzed from roughly the shoulders down. So uh, my new normal since then has been life in a powered wheelchair. Part of that journey uh, began with a move from Atlanta back to Carrollton, where I grew up. And um, I guess about a year or so after returning is when I first met Callie. We had a mutual friend who is actually my matron of honor now introduce us we were going to the movies one night and she asked if she could bring her friend chase and i had already heard about him a few times from her over that summer and i said sure of course so we went and saw a movie and my other friend was with us as well and i just really liked chase and i asked him out that night on Facebook. <laughs> and Facebook. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that was on a Saturday and he responded to me on Sunday and we went out on the Thursday the same week. And I guess the rest is kind of history. Seven years later. Yeah. It, there was there was a lot of growth in our relationship mm-hmm. in those seven years. I was we really were, young when we met. We That's at, what he's yeah. saying. Some different places when we first <laughs> met. I was, again, just about a year out of this life-changing injury and kind of retooling mm-hmm. myself and yeah. figuring things out from, um, at that point in time, I, I wasn't uh, back to work yet. I wasn't driving yet. Uh, I was just a new voice with a few good stories to entertain Callie <laughs> with for a while. Um, so I was, I, yeah, I was a junior in college, so... Well, I was going to Jacksonville State, and he was at home here in Carrollton, and I would just come home and see him on weekends. But, I mean, I, when I think about it now, I was only 20 when we met. So Wow, so you were young. I was really young. Yeah, and, and that's a big and, – and you, Chase, were learning a lot, too, about your own, you know, abilities and limitations. So what kind of was your mindset at that point in your life, like your daily struggles and trying to learn how to deal with all those Sure. So every day was its its own struggle mm-hmm. and uh, was just adapting mm-hmm. um, and relearning. Again, I call it retooling, you know, life. There were, you know, some big milestones in there. Again, going through a pretty rigorous process to get 
refitted to drive mm -hmm. with the severe limitations I have mobility-wise um, was one. I was still also engaged in physical therapy, uh, trying to strengthen my body, work with occupational therapists to learn and get uh, tips on how I could try to do everything from mm -hmm. dressing and your daily routine to figuring out, you know, different just aspects of daily living Yeah, and um, that we take for granted. So with all those things and everything being so new, did you have concerns about like starting dating? Cause I know for me, after I lost my sight, I didn't, I didn't want to date anybody for a long time. Like it took me a long time to get to that point. Absolutely. So I think uh, it's really not unakin to necessarily dating before the accident mm -hmm. in that we all have things that we're self-conscious mm -hmm. of. Right. And after this life altering injury, it's just this one big thing that it's like, well, got to get over this yeah. um, and keep moving forward because life, life doesn't have to stop. And yeah. I think that's just an attitude you, you have to adopt and uh, really live it. Yeah. Um, I, I like that, that you said like it's, it's, it's a self-conscious thing. It's not really the disability or the limitation. It's more of a mindset to kind of get past. What about you, Callie? Did you have any concerns going into that relationship? No, and I probably should have had more. I'll <laughs> say that. Like, that's probably, we're talking about me being young at the time. I was a little bit, I think, blind. I just really liked him, and mm -hmm. I thought, we could get through anything. I mean, I love him, you yeah. know, and it's true. We're together today, but I don't think that I even saw at the time, I was so clouded yeah. by my love for him that I didn't even realize, like, yeah. how complicated it really was going to be and how he was going through things and trying to figure out kind of where he was and what he was going to do. So I had to, you know, reel it in a little bit and learn how to be patient. And yeah, he was mm -hmm. patient with me as well. Um, I, I definitely like, uh, I recognize that there was a, a difference of, of age and experience with Kelly mm -hmm. and I being eight years apart and uh, that she was in a, a, a young spot when we met and, you know, part of the reason that we've waited this long mm -hmm. to move forward and make a decision to get married was uh, I wanted to give her that opportunity to continue to grow mm -hmm. and um, know that, you know, really show her what this life would look like before we made any kind of moves yeah. and commitments like that. And um, I think that um, serves us both ultimately. Yeah. I think so. What about you? Let's let's bring Seth. In. <laughs> let's put him in the hot oh, seat. Oh gosh, you know that could be dangerous, right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, I guess it goes back when we first met. Probably we met over uh, coffee at Gallery Row here in Carrollton, and she had messaged me on Facebook like the week prior, and she was wanting to know more about how to expand her audience on social media, um, and she was thinking about getting the radio show started. Uh, here in town and I was like okay yeah so we talked back and forth for what about what three four days mm -hmm. somewhere around there yeah and um so we finally set up you know a coffee date the following week and I remember driving to the parking deck one of the parking decks behind Addison Square and uh, I was just like why am I so nervous you know what's what you know what's there to be nervous about because I'm thinking like I'm not going for a date or anything because my track record <laughs> going on dates and stuff like that have not turned out well <laughs> So it took me about 15 minutes to calm down, but when finally got in there and met and 
it's just like a sense of calm just came over me. I'm like, oh, okay, this is you know, not as bad as I thought. But again, I wasn't thinking about dating. I wasn't thinking about anything. And then I uh, got home later that night after we had met and I had not walked in the house maybe five minutes. And she's already sending me a text thanking me for meeting with me and all that. And I said, yeah, sure. If you ever want to do dinner again, you know, talk more, let's do it. And she's like, well, we could do that. But, you know, we can definitely talk more than just business over dinner. I was like, You're making me huh? sound very forward. So, I'm like, so. Hey, that's okay. I was four too. And so, anyways, I was like, oh, okay. All right. So, and then I kind of just took off from there. I think we, what had was the next week. I think we. Yeah. At her next quote unquote date. Yeah. That was really fun. And my concerns are always like, like Chase said, just being self-conscious. Like, yeah. is somebody going to want to deal with this? You know, even if mm-hmm. it's, you know, just totally different situation, but you think about those limitations and you think about trying to explain it all to somebody else right. and yeah. it just gets tiring. And, and the thing is, I just, I really didn't think that much about it. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, yeah. A, she can't see. So that's obvious. You know, if I need to help her out doing stuff, you know, that's yeah. pretty obvious there. But I think I was just more worried about if I'm going to say the wrong thing, mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, did you see this the other day? Or, you know, just things like that. Normal, yeah. everyday conversation. Yeah. Uh, phrases and stuff like that. I think that was some of my biggest fears and worries. I'm like, crap, I'm going to say something to offend her <laughs> or do something. And then the next week when we came here to her house to eat dinner and she was trying to get around the house and get stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, do you need any help or anything? And she's like, no, I do this every day. No, I'm you like, started guiding me. You, you started <laughs> oh, trying yeah, to guide right. me through my that. own house. That's I was right. like, eh, I live here every day. Yeah, One so. thing that uh, we, we haven't mentioned up to this point, but, uh, and I don't know, it, I think in some way parlayed uh, into how Callie approached our relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Callie does have a younger brother with special needs mm-hmm. and um, we're, we're not in any way in the same kind of ballpark as far as the difference, you know, the kinds of right. uh, needs that we have. But uh, Callie, since the first day we started dating, uh, has been very hands-off as far as mm-hmm. uh, only offering help when I request it generally. And uh, that allows me a level of independence that is healthy for our relationship Um, I think that, you know, like sometimes people want to help because they don't, they, I think that they maybe feel uncomfortable watching someone struggle, which I mean, that's a natural kind Mm -hmm. of response. You just want to like sweep in and help. But I just think that he can talk and he tell me if he needs help. So yeah, just letting him figure that out. Providing that space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Might take him a little longer to do something, but. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. Just but just let me do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way. It kind of takes the whole word clingy to a whole new level. Like, Yeah, yeah it, it does because I would just automatically start helping because that's just in my nature. If I see somebody that needs help, I'm going to help them as much as I can. She's like, nope, I got to just sit down and keep watching TV or yeah. do whatever it is you're doing. I said, like, all right. So. Because sometimes it looks like we need help, you know, somebody like me or Chase mm-hmm. in that situation, but we really, we got it. We just have to do it. In a, a weird way. Yeah. But and sometimes I'll like sense he might be struggling with something in the other room. I'm like, do you need help? And he's like, nope, I got it. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm definitely the same yeah, way with like, her. I'm like, do you need help? Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm good. And if I do, yeah. I'll, I'll always yeah. ask. It might take me a few huffs and puffs to get to the point where I break down and finally ask for help because yeah. I don't like asking for help. But, and that's been something I've had to learn in a relationship is being vulnerable and admitting when I need help mm-hmm. with something. 
but that's just who I am with or without sight. That's that's who I was. But I'm sure for you, Callie, a big part of you growing, as we talked about earlier, was just learning more about spinal cord injuries and um, like we said, the best way to help or to not help. Yes, for sure. I, um, I'm a, I would Google things and like <laughs> I joined a group actually on Facebook. It's called uh, WAGS, which is WAGS means um, wives and girlfriends of spinal cord injury. So mm-hmm. it's like a safe space for women who have partners with mm-hmm. a spinal cord injury to go. And yeah. I didn't find that till probably a lot later in our relationship, actually. And we've you. actually really learned a lot that's given us a lot of perspectives, just the stories that Callie's brought from mm-hmm. that group to give us perspective and ideas about things we can do or mm-hmm. um, just how different these same but different injuries can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's always interesting to see what other people are doing. It's you crazy. Can learn a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, somebody could have the same injury level as Chase, but be totally different. Because they're also individualized. Yeah. So it's just neat to learn about other people's situations. So what are kind of the biggest challenges you've faced as a couple? Like with not even, you know, we can talk about spinal cord injury or with or without. Like I'm sure some things are unique, but some are just normal challenges that every couple faces. Yeah, kind of, um, I would say early on just figuring out how to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you know, I was young, so yeah. I was ha- it was hard to like, if I mean, getting in a fight or something and yeah. knowing how to like calm down, in, take a breath. And, mm-hmm. and Impassioned just, youth. Yeah. <laughs> and so just like figuring out, and love languages, that was a big one for yeah. me too. Yeah. Because um, we don't have the same one. So yeah. figuring that out and being able to work together to speak to each other's languages, I think helped a lot. Yeah, um, but see, neither one of those are specific to spinal cord injury. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, we we might be dating with disabilities, but we face mm-hmm. the same challenges and overcome them in the same way. Sometimes it's healthy, sometimes it's not. Yes, but we do I, the best we can. Yeah. I think of uh, one of the big things that uh, Callie also has just learned patience with too is because of just the care required or with the limitations and my mobility and this factor mm-hmm. of that life just seems to move a little slower mm-hmm. um, and takes a little bit longer yeah. to get from point A to point B a lot yeah. of times. And it's just kind of finding a level of peace with that yeah. and patience. Um, took me a long time outside of the relationship. And I know Kelly's. Yeah. Like think small things, you know, people don't think about like, if you text us 30 minutes before you're going to have brunch, like we're not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And so like, we can't usually accept last minute invitations unless it's like, he's already up, you know? Right. So, I mean, it takes him an hour to get up and then I have to get ready. So yeah. mm-hmm. just like those things used to frustrate me or being late because something happened used to frustrate me. And I just learned to like kind of deal and get over it. Yeah. yeah. Go with the flow. Yeah. 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 What are kind of, some of y'all's favorite things to do together. I know like me and Seth, we like to take day trips places and hike and things like that. So what are y'all's favorite little date activities? We like to, we like to get out of Carrollton uh, Mm -hmm. when we can. And uh, pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like I'm talking about a past life uh, right now, pre-COVID. Way back when. We enjoyed getting into Atlanta a lot. We've got a lot of friends, uh, Mm -hmm. Athens and, 
Um, Go into concerts. Go to concerts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just trying different foods. Um, yes. Restaurants. Mm-hmm. That was always big. Um, I'm a big nature lover. And mm-hmm. Callie's appreciating that more and more. I just like, yeah. I just like laying in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> what are kind of some common misconceptions or like stereotypes you've faced as a couple? Oh, man. What, what would you say that you think? Common Some common misconceptions. Um, I think one of the biggest ones is that we must have already been dating before mm-hmm. I got injured. Yeah, um, yeah. That people, you know, uh, can kind of default to that mindset because, mm-hmm. again, it, uh, on a surface level, they maybe couldn't see how someone could uh, mm-hmm. find that attraction or relationship yeah. Right, yeah. ability to look to past it, carry that beyond the disability. Right. So have y'all had several people come up to you and just say the most or ask the most random questions? I'm like, well, or say, well, it's nice of you to, you know, take him in or it's nice of you to do this and that, (laughs) things like that. Like we're homeless little dogs from the pound. Because, I mean, I've had some people ask me uh, about our relationship. It was just like, oh, well, it's so nice of you to take her in and things like that. And I'm like, I'm like, wait a second. I didn't bring her in from off the street. It's not like she's a own home. Right. And, or um, I did have somebody say to me, well, that must be really hard for you dating a blind girl. I'm like, no, not, not really. I mean, we do, you know, a lot of the same stuff as other folks do. We go out on dates, we go to places and do things, have to do it a little bit differently, of course, yeah. but that's, we, yeah. that's not that. Not so much anymore, but yeah, especially in the beginning, I would get comments yeah. like that. And yeah. And like it's so I, awkward, you don't really know how to handle it. Yeah, people just, mean well, but oh yeah, people thinking you're Callie, like you are the just best thing put on this earth. Like yeah. I, I talked to an, another Hero. friend who mm-hmm. has a spinal cord injury, and like her, her now husband. You know, she said that people just talk about him like he must be the best thing ever. You know, and I've had people say that to me about Seth. Oh, he must be such a great guy i'm like why (laughs) i understand where they're coming from but at the end of the day it doesn't take some exceptional person it just takes somebody caring about you or just like maybe that person was just as exceptional if if y'all didn't have disabilities and we were still with you we would still be good people you know like i don't know because i think people are just they more look at okay let's just focus on the disability let's don't focus on the person themselves yeah and uh, I was telling uh, somebody this one day not too long ago, and they were saying, I just, I just don't think I could ever date somebody with a disability. And I said, look, if you focus on the disability, you are missing out on the person yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just going to focus on that, then you're going to miss out on what their true personality is, the stuff they're interested in, what they like to do. Mm-hmm. And things like that. So you just can't focus on the disability 100% of the time no. or you're going to miss well a whole said. lot. It's a very yeah. profound statement. I thought about sure. it a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, that was good. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody has baggage. Yeah. And everybody has stuff Absolutely. they bring into a relationship. And, you know, there's some things you're going to have to be able to look past or learn to look past. Yeah. Or Well, and you, Sarah Claudia and you, Chase, have, you know, you're, Good judges of character, so mm-hmm. you guys wouldn't be with anybody who wasn't a good person, yeah. I don't think. Exactly. So that's really all there is to it. Yeah. And for me, like, with Callie, but kind of on opposite ends of the relationship here, I was young when I lost my sight, and it kind of helped me to grow up a lot faster and to realize more, like, what I do want in a relationship and 
and with a significant other. So in some ways, my disability is a blessing in that sense because it helped me to really know what I'm looking for. It's true. So let's get to some exciting stuff. Talk about <laughs> y'all's wedding plans a little bit. Oh, okay. Gosh. <laughs> I'll let the wedding uh, master oh, okay. over here. Well, so we're getting married on October 24th, and we're getting married here at home at the Methodist Church, and we're having our reception at Oak Lawn down the road. And we did have to change some things because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we unfortunately had to make our guest list a little bit smaller, but yeah, a little bit. just a little, you know, by over half. By over half. <laughs> yeah. But we're really excited still. Um, but we're, we're just mainly excited to start our lives together. Yeah. Yeah, like Chase said, the end result will be the yes, same no right. matter what. We can party with everybody else later. So yeah. If it winds up being me, Callie, and a preacher. Yep. So we'll be married. This thing's happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So we're really excited. Well, I'm excited for y'all. And yeah. Thank you. We always like to kind of close the podcast with, we call them pieces of light. And they're kind of like the takeaways or the, you know, pieces of light, the positives we can find in a situation that might not always be the best. And I know in any relationship, there are challenges. And in relationships like ours, they're a little bit different. But what about each other makes those challenges worth it for y'all? Um, um, just uh, honestly, this is going to sound really corny, but he just makes me smile mm-hmm. and laugh. And he makes me feel just really kind of, I don't want to say he makes me feel complete, but he really does. Like, he just makes me feel like I'm at home. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't know. If if I'm an even keel, Callie is is the, uh, the up and down motion in the relationship, Aww. and um, I really enjoy the uh, highs that uh, she brings into my life, and um, those are those are what really um, make the relationship special right. for me because uh, they take me out of my comfort zone. So and, uh, life wouldn't be as interesting or enjoyable. Oh. Without that, remember that. Are y'all writing your own vows? Because you might want to. We're not, but we are down. writing. We write each other letters <laughs> okay. for each other, so that's kind of that's sweet. What that'll be, I guess. Well, I love it, and I'm glad we got to interview y'all. I know my Thank listeners will us. love it. Hearing about y'all's relationship and kind of getting to see that even when you witness a couple that might have some different challenges or have some unique circumstances at the end of the day it's just two people who care about each other and that's what I really want people to get out of this interview because you know you're no different than any other couple for sure I think it's important to yes educate people and we appreciate y'all having us and yes absolutely um, we we uh, enjoy our time together Yes, thank y'all. Yeah. I always get excited about hanging out with y'all and getting yes. to talk, yes. and glad we got to hear from Seth. Hey, yeah, it was, it was. This was uh, this was fun. I was a little bit more nervous than what I thought I was going to be being on here, but good. you did a good job. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. But yeah, but thanks for having me on and let me do a little bit more talking instead of laughing in the background. <laughs> you and Erica all the time. <laughs> well, excited to have everybody, and we'll catch everybody next time. Wow, that was such an amazing interview, and we missed you, Erica, so much. But (laughs) tell us, what did you think about it? Yes, well, first off, I loved it, and I missed you too. But (laughs) 
let's just start by saying I love that both you and Callie were the bold ones <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and sent the Facebook messages first. <laughs> Sorry, Seth and Chase, but hey. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to take the lead, you know? Yep. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you also said like Seth was making you feel like you were forward. And I was like, that was forward, but you should be proud of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what you got to do. Yes. Okay. But seriously, it's really sweet that Callie and Chase met when they were so young. Because her love really reminds me of the childlike faith that we're called to have for the Lord. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And marriage is really a representation of us, meaning the church and Christ becoming one. And I think it's really, really sweet that Chase and Callie are about to become one and be showing that childlike faith come into life. I love that, um, comparing it to childlike faith. That's such a good, I guess, metaphor Yeah. to me. And just having that kind of sense of hope and belief in Mm -hmm. in their relationship no matter what obstacles they were going to face yes and for me it really relates back to the bible verse that we introduced at the beginning of the interview which said to give all of your worries over to god because he cares about you Mm. and that verse tells us that god cares about us period you know there's no conditions or requirements we have to meet in Mm -hmm. order to receive that care and he, he meets us where we are. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what I got about hearing from Callie and Chase about their relationship. They met each other where they were in their walks of life. You know, Chase with his new accident and yeah. Callie being so young, they both had a lot to learn mm-hmm. about life and about each other and about Chase's disability. But they were patient with one another <laughs> And I think that's really the key to any healthy relationship mm-hmm. is just being patient and understanding with each other and with yourself, mm-hmm. because it's hard, especially having a disability and not only having a disability, but having one that you, you aren't living with for so many years, you know, mm-hmm. it's new. You have to learn a lot about yourself too. So being patient oh, yeah. with each other and with yourself, and that goes for any relationship. Oh Yeah. I love that you and Seth also show that. I've seen y'all live that out. <laughs> Seth is over there laughing as I'm saying this. But y'all He's like, she's not patient or <laughs> yeah, understanding. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, Seth, you are. Yeah. <laughs> no, S-C-U-R too. But y'all both really do show the fruits of the Spirit in your relationship. And obviously Chase and Callie do too. And it's really cool to see that play out in real life. Yeah. Well, I've seen like you and Jackson are, are such a good model too because Aww. your marriage. And you also open up to me about the struggles you have. And that's, that's so important is to be honest about where you're struggling with your relationships, Mm -hmm. because when you cover it up, it just is going to build and build. So exactly. It's like being a stuffer, like Lisa Turker says, coming unglued. Yes. (laughs) We've been doing a devotional together. And if you stuff and stuff and stuff, you're eventually going to explode. So you have to talk exactly and and talk about the bad stuff yeah and I'm sure that um, Callie and Chase would say the same and Mm -hmm. I hope that everybody listening learned a lot and laughed a lot and enjoyed this episode and this interview and I hope you'll continue to follow along with our podcast and with my journey over at sarahclaudia.com and on Facebook and Instagram sarahclaudiatillman Yes, and please subscribe to this podcast. We would be really grateful. And if you could also leave us a five-star written review, we'd really, really be grateful. Yes, that will be great. (laughs) Yes, and as always, we hope that you will continue to find light regardless of your circumstances. See you all next time. Next time on Finding Light. 
I was just so upset that this was like our last chance and mm -hmm. I, I felt like I'd blown it. Like I really just, I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know what I like, did wrong or whatnot. And so part of me, when I had that second miscarriage, what kind of helped me to get through that was the thought process of maybe this is God's way of leading me into something else. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. if I have faith now, maybe not that God would do something incredible because mm -hmm. sometimes maybe he won't. Mm -hmm. um, but in my head, I just was thinking maybe maybe he'll come through somehow yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. I, I just had hope. That was what it came down to was keeping hope and yeah. having faith. That's coming up next time on Finding Light.